0: This is the KNGI Network. Yeah, hate that I do this, never fear loose. And when I get up in the game, you're up here prove. A real problem, but I solve a all face proof. And if you think I'm going to I'm super fly like I'm hanging off the red boy I been winning for my foe And I put on for my city from the intro Let's I go. put that time in My pride is out the roof, I get that grind in So I'ma tell the truth, I get my grind on You know the pressure make all of these diamonds I tell them get back, step back,
1: fast track Big lap, big facts, I'm past that, yeah I'm trying to get ahead, get out the way Now move forward, stand back Now break away, I'm about to bring
0: it Stop
2: Good evening, one and all, and welcome to the newest edition of Vipers VGemture, a show airing live here on the KNGI Network. Now, you might remember what I said at the end of last week's episode, but this was going to be an episode all about Puzzle Bubble Every Bubble. But, well, plans change, because, well, not only did we have the announcement last week, actually before the show, so I could have told you it anyway, but not only did we have the announcement last week of a PlayStation Showcase... It happened to fall an hour before this show, and that's not me turning around and spinning a topical show out of the thin air, but rather, uh, my original plan for possible Bubble Every Bubble hasn't quite worked out yet, in the sense that I don't have my hands on the music. Now, while I could cobble together a game rip myself using my own files and uh, a sound test that exists, There's not really an awful lot of information on the internet, I uh, can't find any, for one, a complete sound test listing, you have to 100% the game basically to get that, and no one's even done a long play of the main story mode, let alone done a 100% playthrough of it, and well, us neither, uh, also haven't even made it through the story mode yet, so. There's no way for me to get all the track names for one, for two I'd have to yeah, make the game rip myself and go through the hassle of converting all the files and getting them ready for tonight's show, which is a lot of work when I didn't quite have the time to do such a thing, uh, so I was going to shuffle it around and do the game I intended to originally do the week after, I was going to do that this week instead. Same deal, <laughs> there's no sign of the music for that one either. Um, So I suddenly thought, well I'm going to be watching the PlayStation Showcase anyway, people have a little bit of interest in it because they always are with these sorts of events, so how about we spin up something a little bit topical? So my plan was just play a bunch of PlayStation-adjacent music and maybe fill in a couple of tracks from games announced or related to games that were announced on tonight's show. Run out of time to do even that, so during the course of the showcase that was running between like 9 and 10 p.m. tonight, it's currently 10.23 as uh, people are hearing this live, I put together a list of stuff, so it said from the creators of, I went, Oh cool, this game looks exactly like this game that they previously created. Cool, I'll put some music in from that. Or it's a sequel, I'll put some music in from the original. Great, I managed to completely bluff a playlist of nine tracks coming up on tonight's show, all of which are great tracks. I went around looking for the best from each game or the ones that I want to play the most from each game so I didn't just click the first thing that came up. We've got a great tracklist here all related to stuff you would have seen, heard about whatever from the PlayStation showcase that just aired an hour and a bit ago. The one exception being and I really was hoping it wouldn't be the exception because unsurprisingly I picked it before the showcase from Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, uh, rift apart that was glitch in the systems. Reason I picked that one is because Sony's been on their PC port kick lately, and it seems like Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart could be at least being attempted, given that there's supposedly been some job hirings relating to a port for it lately. Really would have liked to have heard about that because although I played and 100%ed, uh, at least without the new game stuff. Plus, I, or the new game plus stuff, I've 100%ed the game. I'd really like to play it again to be honest. Once it went on sale on PC, I'd absolutely nab it again as an excuse to go back through it because that was so close to being game of the year that year. 2021 I think it was. It was a great it was great stuff. Great soundtrack as well and a real return to form for the series. So I don't have many hopes going into a lot of these sorts of showcases. And Sony's the one I have the least hopes for because I've been over it before as a company. <laughs> the types of games they're making are floating rapidly away from the types of games I used to like uh, from them in the past and yeah this showcase of course was reflective of that. This was the one thing that I thought was pretty safe to want to hear something about, just at least that it was in the works even if it wouldn't be coming for a couple months. But No such sign of it, but that was picked on that basis that out of anything I could think of it was the least snowball idea and was the or hairball idea slash a snowball of other ideas. It was the one that was actually quite realistic so I went with that one uh and by the time it wasn't there I didn't really feel like pulling it out of the track list because it was a really good one before that from Street Fighter 6 that was not on the sidelines I've actually completely avoided Street Fighter 6's soundtrack so far which is really surprising because I know everyone and their mother are all saying how great it is I've seen so much uh, hype and buzz around it on social media and yet I mostly been trying to avoid it for good reason because I think I'm actually pretty interested enough to check it out when that releases next month so I'll be trying to pick that up on PC when that one comes around uh providing funds be be with me and all that but otherwise yeah I mostly have gone out of my way to avoid a lot of the music in particular because I know it's going for a fantastic style as not on the sidelines would prove for you there very third strike as Resident SD put it and yeah we're We're definitely sounding like we're heading in that direction so i can't wait for that one it's going to be great as all street fighter soundtracks always are of course but this one seems like it's going to be a league above so yeah that's the first one i ended up hearing there outside of i guess trailer music so great one to kick off the show with anyway welcome how are we all outside of of course the just happened advertising fest slash excitement how is everyone doing i've had a great day a great week so far and you continue have a great rest of your week because two more days to go until the dreaded week is over and we can begin the weekend hump day as Americans would call it and um, a, lot of other <laughs> a lot of other nations would laugh about but yeah we're nearly there anyway. It's been a very quiet week for me actually and today's been the one day where everything kind of ramped up. It was a sort of day where there wasn't a lot planned, but the stuff that ended up happening did engulf the entire day to the point where, while well, preparing the show had to happen within the course of that hour, and I actually think the tracklist and general discussion will be all the better for it, believe it or not. But yeah, interesting for sure to uh, have so much packed into my day, despite it not actually feeling like a whole lot, just the stuff there was took up a whole bunch of time, so... <laughs> It's been a weird one. Hope you've had a good week though. Uh, Have you been playing anything? Any news that's been exciting you? Anything you've been listening to? As always, let me know. I am greenviper 8 hashtag 6383 or at the greenviper 8 now over on Discord. That is kngi.org forward slash discord and you can come and grab. uh, No, you can't. No, please don't do that. You can come and grab a chat, grab a coffee and have a chatter with the likes of TCB, Resident SD and Pocket lorry. Anyone else who is currently lurking, listening on the podcast, listening through others, no matter how you're doing it, thank you for tuning in. It's greatly appreciated to, to have you all about tonight. So, yeah, not an awful lot of chatter uh, prepared for this first segment, to be completely honest with you. As I said, it's been a fairly uneventful week. I really can't draw upon anything at all of excitement aside from the fact of, uh, well, there was no pick and mix on Friday, and even if there was, I was going to end up having to pre-record it anyway, uh, which just didn't happen. But I wouldn't have been able to say that the Sonic Symphony is happening in London in September. I don't want to <laughs> lower my chances. But I'll desperately be trying to get tickets for that tomorrow morning, providing the newsletter goes out all safe and sound. I know a lot of the seats are currently sold out to members of the theatre, including to a bunch of friends who bought the £50 membership. (laughs) Crying. Um, But yeah, there's... There's a lot of excitement around that for me, so really hopefully looking forward to that. Um, aside from that, yeah, not too much at all. Started Spyro the Dragon actually, uh, aside from Puzzle Bobble Every Bubble, of course, which I'll talk about a bit later. I finished another game, which I also plan on talking about on a later show, but yeah, played Spyro the Dragon. I'm nearly at the end of it now, but been going through it for the first time. Didn't ever think it was a game I'd enjoy despite it was enjoyable to watch, but I never really thought it would be for me, even despite loving the rest of Insomniac's catalogue, my goodness, I've I'm nearly at the end of the first one now, and it is a fantastic game. Can't wait to talk about that, presumably on Maze backlog episode, providing I uh, get my butt in gear and actually finish that one. But a lot of a lot of good stuff in that game, and a lot of stuff has been on my plate lately, so. Yeah, all the more excitement to talk about probably at some point later on in the show in a bit more details, I imagine we'll do exactly that, let me know what have you been up to, what have you been playing, all the usual and I'll discuss that in a following talk break. For now though, didn't expect Alan Wake to ever return from the dead and if I did, certainly wouldn't have been a PlayStation exclusive, at least as far as we know, I actually presume it's been published by Epic so I assume it probably is coming to everything but... How the turns table indeed, we've got some some music here from the first Alan Wake game and following we've got music from Journey, I can't quite remember the name of the new game that team's working on but it looks stunning, actually quite interested to check that one out, I've never got around to any of their games beforehand but that might be the one I end up going with, either that or uh, get into Journey a little bit beforehand, regardless I was born for this from Journey comes after Welcome to Bright Falls from Alan Wake let's enjoy and i'll be back with you in a few short moments time As you can imagine, based on what I said about this episode at the start, that means I didn't have time to hear that track in its full until now, I just kind of clicked around it and went, okay, this is good, this works here. Oh my god, that was amazing. Not to discredit any of the other tracks we've played so far, but I was not expecting that. That was phenomenal. I was born for this from Journey, and before that, also really good in its own right from Alan Wake, Welcome to Bright Falls. We are back and it's time to talk a little bit about all of the stuff they announced at this PlayStation Showcase. You can hear me typing away because I actually can't remember a whole lot of it due to uh, all the stuff said here. Like I can remember snippets, but I feel like there's going to be quite a few things that I just completely uh, head on over. Because I, I tend to do that sort of thing when I'm trying to remember everything from a very cluttered memory right now. So I am just going to go ahead and go to Wario64, thank you for your hard work here. That's not the thread. I I don't know why these are also being posted as individual tweets. Can I please have these in a thread? That'd be really nice. (laughs) I should have checked for this in the break, but I didn't even think of this until I literally came on air for some reason. Right, so let's go through some of the interesting things here. Uh, You can hear the scroll wheel going right now, there's quite a lot to go through. So yeah I went into this with really no expectations and that's not to be snarky or anything like that I just don't tend to really get much out of these PlayStation presentations personally just because I don't tend to enjoy the sort of games that PlayStation are really focusing on at the moment and while I sometimes do get a little bit salty about that when they uh, cater enough to me even just the smallest morsel I think I tend to be quite happy. This is pretty decent for the nice spot. I definitely understand. I, I, There's not much here that I'll personally be checking out, but on the basis of being happy for other people, this is one that I know a lot of people will get quite a bit of mileage out of. So let's go ahead and run through this. So yeah, we had a couple of PlayStation Studios games. We know nothing about them. They're CGI trailers, don't show any gameplay. If they did, gameplay was so intertwined with the cgi i actually couldn't tell uh so the playstation studios games they announced looks like uh one of the multiplayer games that they commissioned ages ago because they have no games as a service as a company really going on so there was a big push for that i presume a lot of the stuff we saw here will be the beginning of games of games as a service online multiplayer shooters which sony is intending to get big in on because microsoft have them even Nintendo to a lesser extent has them about time they got in on it obviously. So this looks very payday. I had payday cross Fortnite and I think that's just because slightly cartoonier style was Fortnite. It's not even that cartoony. It's just got a it's got a bit of shading to it that isn't shaded with brown and grey. It's it looks interesting. Not for me, but it looks more interesting than the new average title. But very payday immediately right off the bat. And well, it's not exactly like we got a shortage of heist shooters coming out this year, so <laughs> there's plenty uh, of competition already out there for this game. So it'll be interesting to see how it fares in the market. So yeah, the first thing of real interest to me that I can really talk about uh, was was Sword of the Sea. I'm pretty sure Sword of the Sea was the game by the Journey team, if I'm remembering correctly. Just flicking through here, this looked stunning, gorgeous-looking game. The walking simulator is, well, a hella underrated genre because you either know it and understand it or you look at it and turn your nose up at it, but this looks to be another in a line of great games that uh, the giant squid always seems to be making. So. If that is the case, I'm very much looking forward to it, but I really should check out their catalogue of work before then, or at the same time, or even play this and go, wow, I really enjoy this, now I gotta go back and look at the catalogue of work, that sort of thing, you know. I'm not familiar enough, but, well, if that journey track was anything to go off of, good lord. Uh, Oh, from the creators of Greece. Uh, is that? I don't even know if that's how you say it. Because I, you you look at it and you go, it must be said, Greece. And then you say it out loud and you go, hang on, hang on. I sound stupid now. Is it Gris? Maybe it's Gris, <laughs> but neither. It looked really sad. It, I felt like the trailer gave a lot away, but maybe that is your main gameplay motivation. Is 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 the death of uh, Big Wolf, as opposed to being a major plot point in the game. So maybe this is just. Hey, this is how the game begins. We've only shown you the beginning, even if it feels like it's shown a lot of uh, a lot of story impactful stuff. I- I'd be curious to see what this is about a bit more. Don't know if I'd play it, but it's the sort of game I'd watch. Uh, that sounds really weird, but watching someone else play it, uh, some of these games, you feel like you get a lot of mileage out of that yourself, and I feel like... I wouldn't necessarily be the greatest at something like this from experience, so even just watching someone else play through it. Uh, are there hack and slash elements to these? I can't actually remember. Uh, or is it just another Is it a 2D walking sim? I don't actually know, but even without seeing any gameplay I sort of went, yeah I'd quite happily watch a cosy stream of this uh, and be pretty content with just that. Looks interesting. Uh, aside from that, Cat Quest, I know people like Cat Quest, puns galore. Uh, <laughs> I hope people enjoyed that. The Square Enix shooter. I, I'm gonna be honest, the music interested me more than the gameplay. This looks like a direct answer to Splatoon, and way you can say that about any colourful arena shooter, but in particular this one's not very subtle. Splatoon, and because Activision can never do anything good, we seemingly need to have an answer to overwatch as well so it's the heroes of overwatch combined with the gameplay splatoon seems interesting but yeah the music was the most interesting part of that that was a bop in that trailer can't wait to hear more of that one foam stars there we go that's what it's called plucky squire of course um i had no idea this was coming to playstation but that's one to be looking really forward to given the gorgeous art direction of it uh, from such esteemed talent now if you think i'd be taking this as an opportunity to play pokemon music on this show since we don't really have anything else to go off of you actually be quite wrong, um, I've not done that, <laughs> but I, I don't know, I don't feel like I've seen enough gameplay of it to actually know it. it's been a lot of CGI so far, or at least gameplay that looks awfully scripted, so I have no idea if it would be the sort of thing I like, but looking at it, it is visually stunning, so it's piqued my interest just based on that and that alone, so I'd be, yeah, I'll, I'll be keeping an eye on that one for sure, Oh, yeah, Metal Gear Solid 3. I've not played Metal Gear Solid yet. Once again, it's on the list of games that I. Well, franchises that I'd like to start in 2023. If not rolling into 2024. The the announcements here have uh, unsurprisingly delayed that a little bit. So, the new remake of Metal Gear Solid 3 is called Metal Gear Solid Triangle. So, I'm guessing it's a paid PS5 exclusive (laughs) based on that. Um seems interesting but I've not played the first two so based on that I don't know too much of the context of 3, therefore, oh I'm excited for other people l- looking forward to this, but what was more interesting is the MGS Master Collection. Now I'm assuming it's probably going to be emulation of the first game and the HD ports of 2 and 3, very likely, hang on why is 3 on there? That just tweaked me right now, What what is the reason for 3 being on there? How different is this supposed remake going to be? I have no idea. Um, so it'll be interesting to just see. It. Oh, it's so radically different that we included the original or something. I'd be surprised if they do anything more than just using pre-existing versions/slash ports for this collection, especially since it's volume one, so they're clearly intended to work on volume two. Therefore, it needs to be somewhat sustainable and quick to turn around. So I'd rather wait for more information before starting one of the MGS games, uh, or starting one of the versions of MGS1, which I get really strong opinions for which version I should play if I should play the original Twin Sa- or Twin Snakes. People argue back and forth at me all day as to why I should play each version and why each other one's trash and then just caught in the crossfire like, okay, this is kind of the reason I've not got around to the series yet. So maybe if there is any sort of enhancement here I use this as my excuse to go, right I'm playing this one um, <laughs> and having it be over with so I yeah one more info about this I get the feeling it is what I've exactly described just there but if there's anything more then it'll be a reason to play that version instead so I'll be waiting until then. Uh, Alan Wake 2, personally, I've never played the games. Know a lot of friends who are super into uh, games? Isn't it just one game and kind of similar contemporary games? Regardless, uh, I I know quite a few people into Alan Wake 1 uh, who say it's a fantastic game, why didn't they play it sooner, etc. So seeing that on the showcase is really cool. Uh, Glad for other people, not one I'm going to play, but hey, if you're looking forward to it, then glad it finally happened for you. Granblue genuinely thought, based on the art style, that this was going to be a Dragon Quest title, and then I saw the gameplay and thought, are they doing the Final Fantasy thing and taking out the turn phase, and then no, it's Granblue, the cell shading just looks identical to how they do it in Dragon Quest, and where, uh, where they didn't invent cell shading but it's the specific art style, I had no idea, uh, I was very shocked when it was revealed to be a Granblue game. Street Fighter VI looks about the same as it always did. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, cringe, that's uh, <laughs> all I'm going to say on the matter, I could have a million things to say about that franchise and people related to it, but I won't. Uh, Resident Evil 4 VR mode, completely unrelated to the already existing Resident Evil 4 VR based on the original game, just because we really want to make things that confusing, fine. Um, Beat Saber 2 is coming to PSVR 2, and it has a Queen music pack, but it's out now, which I actually didn't know. I. I There was no point where that said it was out now, just that the Queen music pack was out now, not the actual game. Why didn't they say that? Or did I miss that? I felt like I only saw the part that said Queen. Why would you not mention something like that? Why is it called Marathon? Why is it a reboot of Marathon? It looks like it has nothing to do with Marathon as everyone who knows even the slightest bit of Marathon will tell you. That's not me by the way, but other people have been very vocal about this already. Very weird decision based on what I, the the morsels I do know. But hey, Marathon's back and Destiny 2 might be finishing because it says the word final in the title of this content update. We can only hope, alright guys, we can only hope. Oh, I mean Project Q. We'll leave this. This is an entire segment. I'm sure we'll have back and forth discussions about in a minute after the music break. Earbuds, okay. Probably gonna be like hundred pound. Don't need to be. And yeah, massive long trail of Spider-Man two. Not played Spider-Man one to completion. I got really stuck with its stealth sections. But maybe one day I'll be end up. I'll end up doing that. Um, and that's really about it. There we go. They're my cliff notes on what was even remotely interesting from the PlayStation showcase. Anything you found interesting, do let me know. Have a chat about it down in or forward slash discord. While oh, you do so, let's pop on a little bit of music since it's already ten to eleven and I kinda wanna be in bed sometime before one AM. <laughs> That'd be quite nice after I've edited this podcast and done all that. Man, I gotta get up early for those Sonic tickets tomorrow. The grind is real to, uh, I have to actually wake up at a normal human time to get those tickets. Think F- Fingers crossed. Touch wood and all that. But, yeah, uh, because of that, I'm just gonna play some more music for you. Anyway, coming up now, Cat Quest. And then afterwards, a little bit of the Resident Evil 4 remake. So Let's jump into it, and when we come back, I'll be spending some quality time with the lovely audience over in the KNGI Discord server, But that's right here on Viper's VGM chair. drive The remake version from Resident Evil 4 Remake, and for that, from Cat Quest Adventure Kitten. Now we are back, and we're going to talk to you all, you lovely people, and we're also going to talk, presumably, a great length about the PlayStation Q because it keeps coming up tonight, uh, unsurprisingly, in various circles I'm in, more than anything else in the entire event did. And there's also unsurprisingly appearing in our own discord because oh lord what a weird decision anyway let's talk about the usual breeze we got to go through on these shows because i love hearing what you all have been up to so Larry says i played nothing sometimes that's the best sort Playing slash doing slash whatever. A combination of playing the Spyro trilogy in quick succession and binging Pokemon for a solid week has got me kind of burnt out on gaming. Been using this time to reorganize my emulators on Steam Deck, switch to Emulation Station over, adding games directly to Steam. I got Arcade, Wonderswan, C64, and Amiga set up. Well, enjoy your time away from gaming for sure. You always appreciate something when you've had some time away for one, but also. Yeah, if you get to the point of not enjoying something, put it down for a couple days until it feels fresh again. Just do what you gotta do, even if it takes weeks, months, whatever. Just get to a point where you can enjoy stuff again. Nothing is a chore. Gaming should not be a chore. It should not feel like a slog. It should, uh, you know, not feel like anything to do with. I don't know how you'd word it, I guess. But aside from obviously as mentioned already the, the whole chore thing it just should never get to the point of feeling like a negatively impactful experience on either your mental health your physical health anything like that so absolutely if you gotta step away even if you're still doing stuff adjacent to games if it's the actual act of playing the games that makes you feel like that then yeah take all the time while you need obviously but doing small little small little categorization things like that behind the scenes preparation, even if it's not directly playing things, even if that gets you away from the burnout, that's all the greater. I find something like that, it doesn't require much brain power, but even the brain power and organization skills it requires can sometimes be actually a nice time killer, nice time waster. A good excuse to get away from the hecticness of playing games as sometimes it can be. We love it, but even when we're not burnt out, sometimes it can be a lot. So boring cataloguing tasks like that can actually be of great mental benefit I find at least anyway and I know other people who feel the same thing like organizing their music collection whether that be physical or digital and getting together a library of games digital is certainly no small task from experience so yeah if that if that's helping you get some time away from things then go ahead and do so that's got to be the best way forward So, uh, we also had Hydro in the chat, who mentioned that a new Cat Quest was a highlight for him. Although it's in 2024, and he won't even play it on PlayStation. Yeah, that's the thing with a lot of these trailers. I said this going into it as well, another big reason for not being super hyped is... So many of them um, are paid exclusives, and I'm not talking about the games themselves, although that is something Sony does quite a bit, um, as you can... Tell from past state of play things they've done, where it's been like this is a PlayStation exclusive. Ignore the fact it's developed by Konami. Um, they do that quite a lot, though. Uh, all companies do this. Nintendo does it as well, and Microsoft, when they do things once every seven years, will have, oh look, it's an exclusive reveal trailer for this game, and there's a version that goes up ten minutes after the showcase, which is, oh look, it's mysteriously actually on all platforms. Yeah, that's gonna happen with Cat Quest if it hasn't happened already. The reason I bring this up is because that literally just happened about five minutes after the uh, direct, I was going to say. No, the showcase. About five minutes after, the Konami YouTube showed that, yeah, the Metal Gear Solid 3 remakes coming to all platforms, aside from Switch. And you'd expect nothing different, unless they specifically said only in the trailer, which they never really did for any of these games, I don't think. And if they did, it was something that would already have been expected to. Even the new um, marathon reboot that Bungie are doing, which, you know, is coming out after the acquisition is on everything. It's on PC and Xbox which is weird you would have thought they would have reigned that in because uh, I know Microsoft certainly has been doing the same with some of Bethesda's stuff so it's kind of interesting that therefore Bungie in the other court is like allowed to do that sort of thing. It's quite strange. Um, Even stuff like that that you'd expect to be wasn't. It, It was a very weird old thing just Hey, I guess we'll buy the rights to show this trailer and get hype around our showcase for a thing that's only going to be a third of the total sales for this entire game because it's going to be on PC and Xbox, etc. Very weird. Uh, Also, speaking of the Metal Gear Solid remake, it I have been informed it is actually Metal Gear Solid Delta. Um, That's actually not my mistake, believe it or not, that is actually the mistake (laughs) of the Twitter thread I mentioned I was reading out. That said directly, in words, Metal Gear Solid Triangle, that was not me paraphrasing, that was the name. For once, I did not do the goof, and Hydro said yeah, the making it green and look like the typical PlayStation Triangle symbol didn't exactly help them, but the official trailer on social media has clarified that it is indeed Metal Gear Solid Delta. Don't know what the significance of the Delta name is, once again I wonder how much content will actually change between the two. We are yet to see. Sony can't be seen to be hypocrites. That is very true. Right now they kind of need that thing to uh, be going to everything. So, hey, Marathon on all platforms. It will benefit us because PC Wiles exist, I guess. Weird. Uh, yeah, Cat Quest, as Hydra says, has been confirmed to be coming to everything, including uh, including Switch, which was not the case for a lot of these trailers, but Cat Quest can definitely run on Switch. and Hey. It looks like it's going to be great for all the fans of the original, so hope you enjoy Maybe I should play the first one. One day, <laughs> it'll get added to the pile and remain there even if I did say that I would. But Oh boy, PlayStation Remote Play. Say, Larry, that looks an awful lot like the brand new device, the PlayStation Q. What's that? That's not the PlayStation Q, that's a controller they already made for smartphones which can already do remote play with the PS5. Yeah, that was quite confusing. Isn't that controller like £200, by the way? Or is it 100 It's ridiculously expensive. PlayStation Smart... I don't remember what it's called. PlayStation Smartphone Controller. Backbone One. Right, Backbone One. I've seen this thing in stores and it's like £100. I can't believe it. PlayStation Edition launches on Android. Literally a day ago. You're kidding. So it was only on iOS before now. And one day, before they announce the new catch-all quote-unquote way to remote play, they released the goddamn thing on Android. Are you kidding? That's actually taken me back, I can't believe that. Yeah, £100, flat out. £100 for a phone controller. I would hope that's not the only way you can remote play to your phone. I wouldn't put it past them to- Do that, but I hope it isn't because there's so many more cheaper and better options for gaming on your phone. Like the 8 bit do controllers have a pretty cheap uh, smartphone holder, you know, like you get in your car. You can have one of them on your 8 bit do controller and have a full on proper controller that you can get for like 30 pounds in comparison to this. And it's great. I used that before, it's excellent. Another one I used was the Razer Kishi, I still have that one, I've not used it for a while but that was great. That, I got that for like £30 pre-owned, I think it was £100 when it was new as well but that's drastically come down both new and pre-owned since. So I got mine for 30 And it has full joysticks whereas this clearly has the stupid switch joysticks that will drift in like two minutes, it looks like a really mushy d-pad. and the same face buttons that I'm honestly not a massive fan of from the PS5 to begin with. They're fine, but they're just fine, the PS4 ones were better. But yeah, that's like really overkill, especially when you launch the Android version a day before you announce another remote play device that's likely going to be only slightly more expensive than this controller. Horrendously dumb. I, I can't even begin to comprehend that. Anyway, so the PlayStation Q was announced. It's an eight-inch streaming-only device handling remote play from the PlayStation 5. So, didn't we have the Logitech handheld recently? The well, that was one of them. I don't remember if it was Logitech's one, but one of them was like Xbox cloud gaming and stuff only. Do you remember how that went down? But what if my internet sucks? But what if I want to play it on the actual machine and have it? You know, do all the work. What if I don't want to rely on crappy Wi-Fi signals? I prefer it wired, or I just prefer to play it on the device or something. Do you remember how well that went down? Which was about a ton of bricks. This happened two or three months ago. There was still time to cancel this, and instead, Sony went. Well, it can't even do that. All it can do is remote play to the console sat in front of you. You know, like the Vita used to do. Remember that that handheld console we used to do the. Mainly after a point we only ever recognized because it could do remote play to the PS4. Do you remember how that was a games console of its own and the streaming never worked? Well, would you say we make an entirely dedicated device that is effectively a paperweight aside from when you pair it to your PS5? We don't know if this will work on outside networks. If it would, the connection would suck from experience. These sort of things. Steam remote play is great, Xbox remote play is really good. PlayStation Remote Play I've never had any good connections with. I'm sure it's fine if you get the conditions right with it, but even on my internal network it's always sucked. So I really don't want to imagine having to take this on an external connection, because I think you can actually do that with the phone based Remote Play right now, uh, and it's really not positive even for people who have great connections apparently. So. I don't even know if they'll allow it to do that or if they're just going to say you know what it's it's indoors only and even then that still has its problems you know, I, it, it would never happen, but it would be cool if you could hardwire a connection to your console. You wouldn't be able to, you would never be able to in a million years, of course, because I know it's on paper and in execution a really dumb idea. But otherwise, I do just worry about, you know, how many hitches will there be? Will there be any crosstalk which will get in the way of delivering a smooth experience? How bitty will the video look, you know, because the bit rate how will that be depending on how strong your network is? How strong does your own home internal network need to be? It has nothing to do with your Wi-Fi speed. How strong will that need to be in order to facilitate this? So many unanswered questions straight away, uh, including a price point of course, but they were many that came to mind, but damn, paperweight really does come to mind. Because you can already do it on your phone and tablet, there's really not much of a bar to entry come PS5. It used to be for Sony only phones. Sony don't really do phones anymore, so it's not really a hurdle to entry. It's just on all phones now. Uh, I, I, I hate to, uh, <laughs> I hate to conjure imagery of uh, Blizzard for people. I'm really sorry about that, that truly sucks. But seriously, I think people own phones. I think, I think they can hook up a Bluetooth controller. Both iOS and Android have native support for Xbox and PlayStation controllers already. It's pretty easy to do this and if not you can get a controller that attaches to the phone pretty easily and pretty cheaply. Just 8 inch screen as well, that's not going to be that much bigger than what you've already got. Really, really stupid. I can't begin to quantify this and I know people buy it because of course they'll buy it because people buy any old playstation junk but why does this exist? What a baffling decision. Oh the Steam Deck's doing well. Oh the Switch is doing well. Well we can't quite do that because we're worried we won't get the investment back.
1: But
2: What if we R&D something in a year and just stick it out there? We can do that right? So you can play your PlayStation games on the go. Don't include any footage of how rubbish the average household connection will be at facilitating this. Just say it can do it and it technically can. You can show the best possible results. There's no advertising law presumably stopping you from showing it in the best possible case scenario. Let's just show that and get people on board. I'm even I can typically find a positive spin on these sort of things. I'm really struggling. As uh, I don't I I don't even know what point of view to try and tackle this from. I don't get the market for this, aside from the die-hard PlayStation fans who will buy any PlayStation product, you know, the same fans will go around and buy the earbuds despite already owning the 3D headset thing they did. That's the target audience. It feels a bit over-engineered for that, for something they'll use once, but extremely under-engineered for everyone else. Really, really confusing, don't get it just had to have a little chat about that one because oh my goodness that was uh, something else also tcb said spider-man looks cool oh sorry hi spider-man 2 holy frick but yeah Holy frick indeed. It does look pretty good. I just wish I was better at the original Spider-Man. I really struggled with the stealth sections in that one to the point where I just couldn't clear one of them after about an hour of trying even on the easiest setting and I gave up because I just got sick of getting stuck there. I hear Miles Morales does a lot better of a job at... Um filtering out the, p- the bits that people didn't like like that and just making it more proper Spider-Man content, so I'd be curious if that sort of thing exists, if it's easier, if it's simpler to follow, etc. in Miles Morales, especially since it's a way shorter game. If so, I'd be way more interested in checking that out, because I've mentioned a couple times on the show I think I've still got that on PS5 disc. I played Spider-Man on PC, despite actually I think having it on PS5, but Miles Morales I still have the disc of. I'd- did not buy it on uh, PC yet so I'd I'd be interested in giving that one a go since it's already kicking around anyway Uh, so yeah if anyone has any intel on that let me know the juice and uh, while you do so I'm going to get into some more music anyway let's go ahead and have a bit of Ghost Runner followed by some Marathon 2 you're listening to Vipers VGM chair and when we come back it'll be time to end off the show not before two bonging tunes right here on the KNGI network
0: our website at (laughs) kngi.org.
2: last time, we are back on this week's episode of Vipers VGMture. You just heard a track there from Marathon 2, Durandal Theme, and before that, from Ghost Runner, The Orb. Well, all that remains to be said is thank you ever so much for listening to tonight's episode. It's been a really fun one, even if it has been impromptu in many aspects, but glad you've all joined me, and hopefully you've all enjoyed yourself. In particular, a big thank you to everyone who's been in the chat room. We've had TCB, Pocket Larry Resident SD, and Hydro. Thank you ever so much to you all. And anyone else who's listened through the podcast, listened at a later date, maybe through some sort of re-airing, listened through others, or just lurked, No, it's hugely appreciated all the same. With that in mind, next week's episode should be the episode that was promised this week. So it should be about Puzzle Bubble Every Bubble. And or another game. Now I'm pretty confident it will be about possible. It's just whether it will include that other game as well. But really push come to shove, it might just be the other game in question. I'm keeping my cards close to my chest right now, so that's all I'm gonna tell you. But Yeah, I'll keep you informed on that one, but we should be all good to go for the original plan next week instead. Aside from that, uh, on Pick and Mix, we're rolling over the pre-recorded theme of last week into the coming week, so that means the M2 Music Memorial listen to showcase and chat about how much we love m2 is going to be live instead that's going to be friday at 7 p.m uk time on radiosega.net. that's pick and mix and you can catch up on previous episodes of that and viper's vgm chair over on all good podcasting services aside from that though i have to of course say goodbye to the lovely chat room uh tcb just mentioned uh did people really go into it with that many expectations It's a showcase that's a stand-in for Sony's E3 presentation, so I want you to take a guess as to whether people had extremely lofty expectations that didn't get met. Um, yeah, it was obviously yes, but hey, TCB seemed to enjoy it, so that's the main thing, as long as we all had some fun watching our adverts, then we'll all be good consumers or something like that anyway. Well then, one more song to go and it's from the Undelta delta edition, uh, or they just called it at the time Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater weirdly. What else would it be but a bit of Snake Eater? I'm pretty sure, I'm 99% sure it was the song in the trailer so of course it was going to appear at the end of the show anyway but even if not it still would have made an appearance here. So let's throw you out with a cheesy but golden vocal theme and I'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening and thank you as always for joining me on the current instalment of my VGM chair.
0: ANGI Network.